When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Welcome to the Flipside Podcast. We have Solutions with Lane. That is S-O-U-L, Solutions with Lane here today. And I've been so excited to have them on because I've been following their TikTok content. A lot of you guys who listen, you know that I like to stumble upon people and see if they're willing to come on. And Lane was willing to come on. And they have some incredible content that I am excited to talk about. So um, yeah, Lane, thank you for being here. It's an honor to be here. I'm super excited. Hey. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, you know, I know a little bit from watching your content, but you do a lot of low, uh, like L O A law of attraction content. Um, a lot of, Ooh, I already have things I want to ask you later. So I'm going to like pause and try to be calm about it, but yeah. How did you get into this law of attraction, uh, coaching or just how did you find yourself in and law of attraction in the first place, because this is something that I love too. This is like, you know, kind of like the first door I opened on my little metaphysical journey. Um, so yeah, how did, how did it all start for you? So probably about five years ago, I got into like motivational speaking and, um, I just stumbled upon, uh, some people that were talking about law of attraction and played around with it, had mixed results. And as the years went on, you know, I started, um, being able to manifest different things and but I still wasn't content. Um, so I got into life coaching and became a certified life coach. And then my journey just kept continuing. And then I ended up getting um, a New York state certification for addiction recovery and playing around with that. And then uh, I stumbled across law of assumption, which is very similar to law of attraction. Um, a very famous philosopher named by uh, Neville Goddard, is a lot of his teachings really resonated with me and how our reality is created from our internal world, our assumptions, thoughts, or dominant thoughts, belief systems, expectations, or judgments, all of that is projected out. And that's what we are currently experiencing in our 3D. So that absolutely fascinated me and made me really just want to dive into myself and you know, correct some things that I didn't like seeing um, in my 3D. And I just kept you know, learning and indulging in this. And then the next thing I knew I was coaching and, and teaching it. And so pretty much you assumed your place into a position of coaching yeah. <laughs> and are using it yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yep, ideally. I love that. So talk about a little bit about the, the addiction, uh, training that you are talking about. Cause I feel like a lot of people could really benefit from this. Um, so addiction recovery is a newer thing that um, in the States are starting to offer. So instead of doing actual like counseling, um, it's more just like coaching. Like I'm, I'm kind of uh, a friend holding your hand through your journey of your recovery and a lot of its mindset. And that's why I like to incorporate, uh, you know, in the, the recovery process, incorporate law of assumption, because that's where like a lot of my clients actually um, who struggled with addiction, I don't have all clients that work that have that problem, but um, the ones that do just shifting their mindset, mm -hmm. help them through their journey. And now they don't even feel like they have an addiction anymore. That, that state of being doesn't resonate with them because all they had to do is change their assumptions and do some, um, you know, internal work that, that even costs them to, uh, go down that route of why not they're not feeling worthy, not why they're not feeling good enough. You know, the childhood experiences that they had, all of that was being projected out to then make mm -hmm. them want to use. And, you know, once they shifted their mindset and healed those, those wounds that were within them, then it changed their life. And now they, they don't even really recall why they were using, like, it's just not though those neurons in their brain don't link up anymore. So they have no, um, want to even do it anymore. Right. And I feel like this is so powerful and something that I'm, I, I didn't even know that the like states were offering this because I feel like if I look back on times of my life when I wasn't, I, I didn't necessarily go to go through, uh, 
bad addiction necessarily with like a specific drug but like when you think back to times I went through a very like addictive period of my life where it was like anything external you know I was looking for external validation in whatever it was that I was doing so whether it was even being like a workaholic or like just things like that and like you know trying to make friends by going out and drinking all the time like you know shifting my mindset even helped with that so this is really really cool to hear you using it on a level that a lot of people, you know, a lot of people like to say metaphysical stuff. I, I love how everything's becoming a little bit more mainstream now too. So it's a lot more accepted, but before, you know, I feel like maybe even 10 years ago, people would be like, we're really going to pull this like woo woo, like life coaching thing on some addicts. Yeah. And like, they need to go to rehab. They need to do this, this and this, but it's like, no. And you can really shift that, that like very basic principle that you have about yourself and how much you deserve and how worthy you are like what magic can happen and I think too for a lot of people who um are listening like the one thing that I love and which has been difficult I think it's difficult for everybody is like everything with law of attraction law of assumption is really baseline right like how much you think you deserve Mm -hmm. would that be correct yes yes so Mm -hmm. how do you how do you work to, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. How do you work to with like somebody who has a really, really like deep negative perception of themselves? Like how do, how would you start this with a client? Um, well, the process, it's something called uh, conception of self, which if you are in the community, then you kind of know, like, how are you identifying? Like we have, I am unworthy. I am not loved. I'm not respected. And anything that comes after the words I am tells you your identity. So once you really reflect on that, and a lot of people, you know, their inner dialogue is so negative that they're so used to it. They're comfortable with that. And they don't even notice that they're thinking this nasty about themselves. So once you sit down with them and you tell them, Hey, like you just told me your story and this is what I got out of the story. And that just like hits them. And they're like, wow, I, that, that makes me sad. I'm really thinking of myself like this. It never dawned on me before. And just that realization of them pretty much being told like, hey, this is why you're unworthy and feeling like this. And these are the thoughts you're having. That right there just snaps them into place. Like I just, this was going under the radar for so long. I was comfortable here. And then the journey begins where we're gonna be a little bit uncomfortable while we are, you know, creating new neurons to fire and wire together to create new assumptions. And then it's smooth sailing from there. But, you know, you got to get a little bit uncomfortable at first and recognize, hey, this is, you know, what you're dealing with. This is your inner dialogue, which is then creating these feelings within you, creating your experience. And then the fun begins on, you know, we we just uh, diagnosed everything and analyzed everything and now we can take the steps forward with the game plan and I think that's a relief to a lot of people just having that game plan it's not hey let me point out what's wrong with you and then just leave you um you know it's it's taking the steps and holding their hand through the process too and god like how many times I'm even thinking about my own journey right now and just how uncomfortable you really have to get and it's so weird too because when you first make that shift of your mindset you kind of feel like you're more in control than everything. And, and you know, a big picture you are, but in that process of creation where you're assuming this new identity, wow, it can be difficult. <laughs> like You can really become so uncomfortable because it's so new and it might not even necessarily be bad, but just sometimes like human conditioning is so interesting to me and why I want to talk about this all day long. It's because we really get so stuck in perceived notions. It's crazy to me. Yeah. We get a lot of ego backlash and that's where a lot of resistance comes up because, you know, for so long we've had this programming of being unworthy, unchosen, being disrespected, being cheated on, being lied to mm-hmm. all of this negativity. We're so used to it. And then when we try to tell ourselves and affirm a new story of, no, I'm loved. I'm chosen. I'm respected. That triggers your, your ego, that identity, and it fights back. And, you know, there are ways to be able to combat that. So then you don't have so much resistance, which again, you're just creating the assumption. So you could just create the assumption. I don't have resistance to this. This is a smooth sailing process and embed that into your subconscious. And then that has to happen. And then you won't 
have that fight or flight response of feeling your ego feeling threatened and it, it becomes a lot easier to install this new programming but I mean, even the stuff that we're watching on TV, like look at the movies nowadays, everything's about heartbreak, everything's about fear, um, tragedy, and that's all being installed into our subconscious. So then we experience that ourselves. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So speaking of uh, even my TikTok feed, like it'll go from being all these really cool people doing, um, you know, stuff I I love to interview. So I feel like I'm attracting a lot of people who I'm like, oh, I want to talk to them on my podcast. And it's like a mutually beneficial relationship. And I've met some friends that way. And then it's like my TikTok feed will be like, if he's not doing this, he hates you. And it's like, it's all of this stuff where it's like, if he's not doing this, if she's not doing this, she's cheating on you. Like you're saying, like, there's so much of that content. So it's like, I see, especially, um, you know, younger, uh, kids now, like not even kids, like I want to say like 19, 20, 21, you know, that age, it's like, everybody is terrified that their partner is going to be cheating on them. And it's like the only thing that they're being told about relationships. And I feel so bad that that's the case. You know, it's like, I like what you're saying where it's like, we have to stop consuming, you know, it's not just for food. It's like, whatever we're consuming, it's like a, a program, whether we, know it or not in the moment like yeah I mean think about it back in the day think about our grandparents our great-grandparents and so on and so forth did they have these problems like to where it's a fear (laughs) that they're gonna leave each other or a fear of we can't make it through this or divorce look at how much the world has changed and it's because we have all these insecurities we're comparing ourselves to these models on Instagram or um having more access to communicate with more people around the world so it's threatening to us this internet fab and you know hearing other people's stories of I was cheated on I um you know was left and this happened and we got divorced after 30 years you know all of that negativity is then programmed and it's in our music it's everywhere so Mm -hmm. we have to observe that and just be aware of you know, what we are taking in and the fact that TikTok is you're on there for you get lost for an hour, not even realizing. And by the time that that you're done, you're like, what did I just absorb? What's going on? Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then also too, um, you know, on Netflix or any of these types of streaming platforms, it's like, okay, let's do another serial killer thing. Like, let's do more and more (laughs) of murder. Like, let's do more true crime. And like, you know, as somebody who wanted to be a forensic psychologist, like that stuff can be really, really interesting. But I have to remind myself, like, not to get too deep in a hole. Like, you have to be really, really conscious of whatever you're consuming, because it's like, if I'm going to start doing like, if I'm going to start watching this, am I going to be absorbing some of those traits or like, you know, not even that I would want to, but it's like you don't, you don't think about those things. And then if you think about like the general population who might not be aware of, you know, law of assumption, law of attraction, it's like, it's lots of people taking this stuff in. And then it's like collective consciousness stuff, like crazy. That's why everyone's in fear though. Like everyone's in fear to leave their house or to go to concerts, to go to the store because they think that, oh, well, somebody could show up with a gun. Oh, somebody could show up and with a machete, like something crazy could happen. And it's because of the stuff that we're watching. We're in fear of the people that are around us thinking our husband is going to poison us or, you know, like just random things that we're watching. It's crazy. Right. Oh, okay. So I want to like sidestep a little bit because we want to like give a break to the people, you know, we, you guys, there's lots of love and there's a lot of people. I always tell people too, it's like, if you're starting to get stuck on something, like there are people out there, like just remind yourself too, like there are people out there that would never cheat, even given the opportunity. You know, there are people who want love. There are people who are very, you know, that all of these things exist. So just remember that, like, don't get attached to the fear. So like, that's the little reminder here, but I want to go into really quick, um, some Neville Goddard stuff because, I've been studying law of attraction for years, but somehow Neville Goddard just came up this year for me. And I started looking at um, the act of revision and like stuff like that. And that has been the coolest new thing in my mind. So if you if you have any notes on like 
you know, revision theory and like that's part of law of assumption. Like I wanna I wanna hear you dive deep into this. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a revision geek. Like I oh, me too. I feel like it's like as soon as I found out about it, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like yeah, I'm gonna revise yeah. a bunch of stuff. It, it's gnarly but like when you're first coming into it or hear about it you're like oh no that that's not real no that can't happen mm-hmm. um but no it, it's definitely real and I've definitely changed a lot of stories within my own life and see evidence of it so um what revision is guys is the past is not set in stone like we think it is our past is just a perception and on a on a quantum level um because time is irrelevant. So when we are manifesting, we're creating things in our future. So the same is in context for our past. We can change things in our past. If you think back on your past, it's just a memory. Mm -hmm. Your perception of that memory, you can change. So you can do this through visualization. You can have the inner dialogue, inner conversation. However you recall this memory, you just go back to the memory And instead of experiencing the part that you didn't want, you can change it to something, a completely different story if you want to, but you can change it to what you do want instead. And then what happens, it's kind of like the butterfly effect where once that past event is changed, it changes your present circumstances and your present conception of self and then your future circumstances. So say as an example, you grew up in poverty and your family never had money. It was hard to come by. Say if you revise that memory of, you know, say you revise that the story that you are getting off the bus and you, as a little kid and you are walking up these, these steps to a mansion and you see your parents enter this door dressed mm-hmm. very, very well and you have nice cars in the driveway, that to your brain has now impressed a memory that your family's wealthy. And from there on out, as it is impressed, it then changes your present circumstances and conception of self. So your beliefs, your assumptions, your judgments, your expectations, all of that changes because if you never grew up poor, you wouldn't think money's hard to come by. You have to work really hard for it and all these limiting beliefs around money. Because if you grew up rich, money was always available to you. So now it changed those beliefs and assumptions to where money is always available to you. And you notice in your present circumstances, money just starts coming to you. You get job opportunities. You're meeting the right people, investing correctly, able to save up more money. And then it also catapults you into future events to where, um, you know, your, your job is just taken off and the promotions just keep coming and it just keeps leveling up your life because you change that one past memory. And I feel like, so personally too, I just learned about revision, I think like two weeks ago and I've been geeking out about it. And I think I've already seen a lot of self-concept stuff change, but I've even noticed, so I've had a lot of aha moments with the idea of manifesting and even looking at other people in my life when, you know, they know about manifesting. And a lot of the things that I see is that I have a lot of people that I know, maybe not even well, but I'm able to observe them on that level. And it's like, they're really good at making money, not necessarily good at keeping money. So it's like this thing where revision to me has been this like light bulb aha moment because there people have learned me, me as well too. It's like, I've always known, like if you manifest, it's like, I can get the job opportunities. I can keep the money coming in, but there's something in the past that's telling me that it's hard to keep, which is that same thing that you're talking about. Like if that was the case when you were younger, where it seemed like there was never enough or whatever it is, it's like going back into the past, instead of always focusing on the manifestations of the future, like this is that little like operation in your mind that is so cool because now the self-concept thing too, it's like, I'm not saying that this maybe is the best advice, but like even the self-concept in the last two weeks, I'm like, well, I want to go get this nice smoothie. I can do that because I have money. It's like, and might not necessarily be there yet, but you know, before I would have been like, oh, I should save that and like, you know, do other things. But it's like very small little incremental steps like that have already shown change. So it's so cool to me. 
and it, it's a natural thing like you're not gonna have to sit there and think hard like should i shouldn't i da, da, da. Mm-hmm. like it automatically changes that assumption and that belief and then it's inspired like natural normal thing to go out and spend the money because you actually believe that you have it and that more is going to come to you and so on and so forth so it is an incredible process and it just it, it swipes the the slate clean because you know you're starting from scratch with your beliefs Mm-hmm. Okay. This is another question too. So I've heard something about this where it's like, we amongst these like tower kind of titles of things like law of assumption, revision, whatever these, these terms we're going to use, how do you feel about creating, you know, your own rules within the system? Like how doable is that? And then like, do you really follow set clear guidelines or do you create those for your own life? Um, so what I do personally, and I think everyone should do this, is make your own rules. You Love are it. the creator. So why live by somebody else's limiting beliefs? You know, a lot of, especially in the community, you know, I don't want to hate on any other coaches or whatever, but like a lot of people don't know what they're talking about. So you have to be very, very- <laughs> No, you're careful. right. I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> there's a lot of information out there and a lot yeah. of it is not correct. So- um, you know, so a lot of limiting beliefs are being pushed out that you have to do it this way. And it, it manifestation takes this amount of time. And, you know, I try to be, obviously we all have limiting beliefs, but mm-hmm. I try to be as open as possible. So I create my own rules like that manifestation is easy for me, that it's mm-hmm. impossible for it to take longer than a day. Um, that it takes me a handful of, of conscious tries to impress my subconscious mind that um, as long as I'm visualizing, I don't have to loop it. I don't have to do anything. I just, you know, think about what I want, picture it and it's done. It's impressed. So I made it to where it's super easy for me to do it. And ever since building that foundation of how manifestation works for me, and I just did a YouTube video about this, um, it, it changed everything because having that strong foundation, you're not questioning anymore. That logical mind goes away like oh well this isn't easy this is hard just give up I don't like this I'm uncomfortable that all goes away because now you have a a strong foundation of saying hey this is easy this is working for me it is possible for me and I believe in this Mm, I love this so much because I think you know we all go through like these um I don't want to say ups and down like peaks and valleys where it doesn't even have to be that high and low, but I felt like I was riding so high at the beginning of the year was so self-confident and like all of these different principles and rules that I had set for myself. And then I had something that kind of like derailed that and it wasn't necessarily anything like traumatic or, or but it was just a thought that got imprinted very easily. And then for the last few months, I have been in such a state of overthinking and anxiety, but I've been really conscious about it. And I'm like, this is not how I've usually been. Like something has got to change here. I'm going to do that. And so I like how you're saying, like, once you get to that point, you just know. And that was what I was struggling with is like, I just didn't know for a while Mm -hmm. and then found the revision thing. Of course, you're always being led somewhere. I think like, I think I had that thought where I was like, no, I want to like make sure that this is clear. And I think those months were just me like learning all of the tools that I need to be led to, to get to that place. But you're so right. It's like that foundation is so important. And a lot of coaches I've noticed don't teach from that point of view. Like they just say like, from where you're at, like manifest this. And then they don't, they don't teach how to uh, like their client to go from that place, you know, to like understand what's happening in their life. So then it starts looking like everything's really chaotic because all these little pieces are trying to fall into place. But then you're looking at it from a 3D perspective and you're like, oh my God, what is happening? So it's like, how do you help your client like calm down? Or is it just all foundational work at first? And then it's like, I'm here. Yeah, so it's definitely we start off, um, you know, I ask them, what's your foundation? Like, what do you think? How do you think manifestation works for you? What do you think Mm -hmm. about it? And, you know, based off of their answer, we'll start off straight with foundation for the first week. See how you feel afterwards, how how confident you are. And this is now your assumption. You believe that this is how manifestation works for you. After they build that up, then I teach them about observing their inner world. Um, which is Neville Goddard's number one fundamental is observation of self. 
So that's going within, looking in our thoughts, our judgments, and our assumptions that we have throughout the entire day. We can also call that a mental diet. We're just being aware of what we're thinking. Then after that, once you are confident, okay, this is where my thoughts are at. Let's diagnose, okay, how do how are we going to flip this? I've been thinking about, we'll say as an example, um, I'm thinking about a specific person and in love interest and uh, how they didn't choose me. They didn't show me any love or respect. And, you know, now that they're aware that they're thinking these thoughts and have these patterns of this keep playing out in their life with different people, I'm able to sit down with them, analyze that and be like, okay, so um, if it's going the route of affirming, we can come up with affirmations. These are the new thoughts that you are going to think throughout the day that you are chosen, you are loved and you are respected. Repeat this all throughout your entire day until that forms the assumption. Once you are confident in that, then we define the aim, which is mm -hmm. Neville Goddard's second fundamental. That would be, okay, let's manifest the specific person. We worked on our self-concept. We, we hit all those things that made us feel unworthy and unchosen. Now let's focus on the story that you might be playing with the love interest, with your ex. Um, and say, like, say if they cheated and left you, we're going to change that story that they never did that and use revision, you know, use affirmation saying, no, they've always been faithful to me. They never left me. Mm. And then that changes that story, that assumption that, that you were telling yourself. And then it's allowed to manifest. Mm. Okay. So I've seen to a lot of people, you know, there's different terminology. So I've heard like, you know, SP. So it's specific person, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stuff we tell ourselves again with like the worthiness and, and what we deserve. So how would you go about if somebody has like a very specific, well, you kind of already said this, but it's like, if somebody has a very, very specific, like say this person lives in a different country and it's like, they both, you know, know they like, like each other, but there's all these external circumstances that's not allowing them to be together right now. So like, how would you lead somebody into knowing that they can be together sooner than later? Like, this is just a random example, but I feel like this is a good one where it's like location-based, like, so it feels very 3D. First, what I would do is have them realize on a logical level that if we're creating from within us, that the law is not exempt from us. Mm -hmm. So that means distance doesn't matter. Circumstances don't matter. So I'd, I'd really have them start focusing on that. And when their, their thoughts start creeping up, like, but he's a thousand miles away and we have to be finding somebody else. That's where I, I have them take a step back. Like, wait, hold on, breathe. It's okay. <laughs> they're within you, you're creating them. Mm -hmm. So in creating this circumstance, so what I like to do is have them practice inner conversations, talk to their person because their person is alive inside of them. You're creating them to be this version and show up this way. So the inner conversations of, you know, if you can hear them uh, in their own voice, okay. But if you can't, that still works. You're still mm -hmm. talking to them. So just picture them in your mind that like if you were having the conversation, I love that we live together now. I love how close you are to me. I love how you're always there for me and how you always got my back and we're always in communication. And then hear them respond back to you like, yeah, babe, I'm, I'm always here for you. I love being in your life. I love living with you. Like, this is perfect. This is what I've always wanted. And I'm always here. Like, I am alive inside of you. Anytime you need me, I will talk to you. And then you'll notice at first, it feels... Uh, crazy. Honestly, you're talking to, to voices in your head. It does feel very crazy, but what you'll notice is throughout your day, as the days go on, they start popping up in your head and, you know, mm. cheering you on, like when you're at work and um, supporting you. And like, if you're having negative doubts or thoughts, they step in and like, no way, you don't want to think about that. We're together now. And it, it's really crazy how it, how it works. And then you'll notice that it starts getting pushed out in your 3d and you start experiencing that from them and that lack that you were once feeling within yourself of, but they're so far away, starts going away. Cause you already feel like they're, they're close to you. They're here. So oh. it's, it's persuading yourself external of the 3d you're doing it all from within and you're giving yourself the validation you need to comfort yourself. Oh, I love this. So this even brings me into thinking about telepathy and how I feel like at certain points, because there are times, whether it's some like just a friend or somebody that, that I'm just sharing energy with for the day, like maybe like a coworker or something I'm 
you know, doing for the day. And I swear, like, there will be telepathy moments where we're understanding what people, what each other's are thinking. And then it's like, so when you start hearing that voice, like sometimes I'm even convinced at this point too, that it really is a thought that you're picking up on too from your SP. And it's almost like that confirmation where it might not be exact, but it's like, you can, you can sense that telepathic energy with them where it's like, they're getting a really positive note from you and like their energy can pick up on that positivity that you're reading out with because I forgot how many times it's more powerful, but right. It's like the more powerful or sorry, the more positive your thought is the more powerful that thought has, right. Or more power that thought has. Um, I don't, I don't know about power wise because your negative okay. thoughts and your fears are just as powerful as the positive ones. I mean, look okay. at our reality, you know, that's right. The creation is creation. So um, the thought transmission thing, though, like we are all collective, we are all one. So when you are thinking negative thoughts about somebody, that is from your subconscious transferring to their subconscious. And so it might not be a conscious thought to them, like ping, oh, so-and-so is thinking of me. Let me call them. Let me do this. It, it's subtle. So then they just yeah. start, you know, you have the thought that they want to call me. I want to talk to them. I'm, you know, having the inner conversations. And then naturally they start having more, you know, thoughts of you pop up in their mind. Mm -hmm. And then it starts slowly like, oh, well, I really want to hear her voice. Like I really miss her. And then, you know, another day goes by and maybe they hear a song on the radio and they're like, oh, wait, that just made me think of her. Like, I really miss her. I should probably call her. And then maybe another day goes by. And it's like, I can't wait anymore. I have to talk to her. Love so it. it's a natural thing that happens. It's not just, oh, I get the thought ping and they just <laughs> jump on it. I mean, I'm sure that can happen sometimes, but it's it's more of a natural thing because it's going to their subconscious and then their subconscious then creates them to act on it and be inspired to, you know, do these different things that we are affirming. See, I love this. This is why I wanted to clarify this, even though I could not figure out how to ask it is because I feel like a lot of my TikTok feed too, and I know a lot of other people and I'm like I'm not even trying to do this right now like it just pops up regardless if you want it or not it's like how to manifest a text right now <laughs> like you know what I mean and it's, so it's like people doing like magic spells to get them to text you right away or whatever it is and it's I, I like what you're saying where it's like when you have that conscious positive thought about them it might you know take a little bit longer but it, it's it's a part of the process it's yeah, like yeah. trust the process in this like you yeah. we we don't need to listen to every person that we're yeah, I mean it to. is possible um yeah. to manifest a text immediately but you have to be so in tune with yeah. like have no no doubts no nothing no negativity because Neville Goddard himself was able to do this where he would be on stage and he would say I'm going to get a phone call from so-and-so go into meditation for maybe five minutes and get really really deep into it and have the thought like he would almost be the person and like enter their subconscious and then able to have them call on command Huh. and that was one of the tricks but again like it was a lot of training to get there and deep meditation and like a form of astral projection like it was very uh, it's not just something that you can do I'm, I'm just jumping into manifestation and I'm, I'm going to manifest a text you right know, it, it takes training and with no doubt in your mind that this works and then you're able to do you know remote viewing and astral projection all these crazy things um with practice okay so I've had a couple people who are really good at remote viewing on here and so I want to ask have you gotten into that or have you like started training and like what's the process of of starting all that kind of stuff oh uh, I mean it's just meditation <laughs> I I haven't gotten into it like that deep or anything I have you know done some deep meditations like the mm -hmm. the I am meditation Neville Goddard talks about and it's just you're peeling back the layers to where you just you're in void like you mm -hmm. aren't attached to any part of this this reality like you are just one with uh, uh like a light being you almost feel like um, and you, your body just, you start floating out of your body. It feels like, but you're still within the confines of your body. So I haven't done it, but I know it's more than possible. I've talked to people that have done it. 
Um, I've talked to, you know, clients that have astral projected and they just, they had amazing experiences and it was very eye-opening and, and built their belief on, on how unreal this reality actually is. Oh, it's so crazy because I think like whether or not I wanted to stumble upon all these teachings, like it just happened to me, you know, I was, I was in art school for college and like, it was I want to say it was like 2011. I started having these thoughts about like, oh, like I'd be thinking of somebody and then they would call. You know, I think that's like the very basic thing that kind of happens to people. And then it was like whether or not I wanted to dive really deep into this, it was just calling my name. So -hmm. it's really funny when you start getting those little pings and like these little moments that are just like, that's not a coincidence. That's not a coincidence. That's not a coincidence. It really is this cool I don't know. I also like to play video games. So it's like, it feels like you can really walk your character through something that's not what we think it is. And I think a lot of people got have gotten stuck and think that they're really powerless. And I think that this is why a lot of people are finally turning to this during times, like you said, like we've been conditioned to be in a whole bunch of fear, you know, a whole bunch of negativity, thinking that life is not worth living all this stuff like it's really boring like everything is blah blah blah. gas prices whatever it may be and I don't know it's it's kind of like this new age way to be a healer is like being a life coach and being a manifestation coach you know it's like the new age doctors <laughs> like we really do have to help other people right now um so it's interesting to me I don't know which is yeah. also cool What's crazy is everyone holds this power within themselves. So yeah, I can guide you. I can teach you about it, but the power's within you. Like you're able to create all of this. I'm not creating anything for you. This is all on you. So you want to be wealthy? You can be, you know, you don't have to suppress your emotions. You don't have to suppress, um, you know, your suffering anymore and think that this is all life is about is just suffer and day to day, just get, just getting by and not able to really thrive and having, you know, look at the the rise in mental health, you mm-hmm. know, nowadays people are suffering because they're, yeah. they're not able to truly live because yeah. of all of this um, programming. They, they don't know how to get out of the ruts and, you know, going to therapy can be helpful, but that's all living in the past. Mm-hmm. So it's not really getting anyone anywhere in their life. They're just continuous cycle on a hamster wheel, experiencing what they don't want to experience without knowing, Hey, the power's within me. I can change all of this. No, that's definitely something that I found and why revision has been so powerful for me is because like for a while there, um, I was going to therapy and I was like, this is great to kind of go through some layers, see what's really like holding me back. And then I started to notice that it was just me talking about the same things. And it was kind of like bringing back things that I've already thought I worked through, but then making it very present, you know? Mm -hmm. So it almost was like keeping that story into my life. And I was like, I don't know, something just intuitively felt wrong. And I'm not saying for everybody, like that's going to be the case, but I do think it's a really good, you know, idea to start looking elsewhere sometimes too. like start looking into these powerful practices, like start checking in with yourself. Like we don't have to continuously like relive of these traumatic events. Like it's possible to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's discipline. That's what, it, and that's a lot of people don't like this work or find it challenging because you are disciplining mm-hmm. a monkey mind that you have been letting run wild throughout the jungle and you're, you're taking it into your home and, and domesticating it pretty much and taking control back. So that's how you got to look at this process with your mind. Like that, that monkey is going to throw 10 temper tantrums and flip out and what not because it's been running wild for so long. So when you're training it to be more assertive and be like, no, you're going to listen to me now, this is the rules and, um, you know, really domesticate that mind of yours, then that's when the message starts getting easier and easier to impress of what you do want. I love that metaphor so much. Domesticate the mind. Oh my God. It says so much. (laughs) Like, that's perfect. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to domesticate the mind. It's like with anything. And I have this little puppy downstairs too right now, you know? So this is really like, 
this is a parallel anyway sorry for my <laughs> listeners i'm like taking a little puppy to the vet later so yeah he's he's crying downstairs anyway um but yeah okay so one thing too i know neville goddard it seems to be one of the you know the mentors of yours if that's the correct word to use right now um are there any other people that you really like to listen to because i know i i stumbled upon law of attraction and i think everybody kind of listens to the secret or watches the secret and like that was my first little foot in the door and then i found abraham hicks which i really like their teachings as well um but who are the who are the people that you know aside from neville goddard if you had any recommendations for the listeners who want to really dive into this it's neville goddard and then who else would you personally say um for reading material he's he's the top dog and then you got uh alan watts Napoleon oh yeah Hill. i'm over here i'm like i it's up there on that shelf but i've got like all alan watts books and oh my god those are some of the hardest books i've ever read but they're amazing yeah they are they are um who else would i um joseph murphy's a, an easy read uh joe dispenza is another one love it yeah Yeah. that's for reading if you want other coaches um i usually don't recommend other coaches but like joseph ally is you know always accurate with his information and and sticks to what he's saying he's on youtube um and then my my personal favorite is uh, manifest with persis she's a new upcoming coach and she is just her success stories are are mind-blowing and she really cares about people so those are the two that um you know, I would back 100%. That's so cool. I haven't heard of either one of those people. So I'm adding them to my list because I love to just like see, I see how people, you know, think about things. Obviously you can tell behind me, I just like to research things. <laughs> so it's like add it to the list. Um, But yeah, so, so again, like if people really are feeling like they're low right now and they, they can benefit from just listening to this conversation between us, like, what what's the first step in the door like if they're just feeling so down like the first thing that they should should know like is it domesticate the mind like what's the first phrase that you would say to somebody um hmm. forgive yourself forgive yourself for feeling how you are feeling um that you know just understand that it is just programming and you weren't aware but now you are aware and you're going to take the steps to move forward in your life and to have a better life and you know discipline that mind and domesticate it because Alex likes that so much I like <laughs> um, it's my new favorite <laughs> domesticate the mind and you know just start focusing on you not this external versions of everything because everything can be manipulated our, our mindset can be manipulated mm-hmm. I mean for a science term it's called neuroplasticity so new cells fire together and wire together that's literally how easy it is to reprogram your mind it, it's moldable so if you can mold new assumptions and beliefs then that means your experience can be completely different so take the pressure off yourself thinking that you know life is so hard and you're just meant to suffer or manifestation is hard and you don't see results you can change all of that just by changing the assumptions and as soon as that assumption is changed bam then your reality changes oh speaking of this so i just heard too with revision because a lot of people were asking like can i revise the fact that somebody passed away that i love and neville goddard was saying something along the lines of like that might be the only thing that is too difficult because it's that much harder to believe it's possible but then there were all these testimonies where it's like i don't know what happened but i swear i saw that person walking or like you know this cat that i thought died like found it and so it's really crazy when you start to open your mind to even thoughts of limitlessness like that where it's like anything can really happen Mm -hmm. that's well there's so many parallel realities so there's unlimited realities around us that are seamless together so that's why one day you might be really really high and then you know you're in the, the next state where you're really really low so it's the same with death. So there's parallel realities where that person didn't die or where, um, you know, they're doing something else with their life. Like we're just currently in the reality where they might've passed away. Okay. Well, if we can wrap our mind around and create the assumptions that death is an illusion, 
that because I have this understanding of how the law works and there's parallel realities, I focus on the reality I want, then I experience that reality and I shift into on the quantum level, you're shifting into a different quantum field, which where that reality is just as real as this one. That's my favorite part about all of this. And I, I'm so glad we ended up just talking about this because I, I meant to ask you <laughs> this like dimensional jump thing. I had that on my list of like ideas, but I forgot about it until right now. But that was the coolest uh, like aha moment is like if there are all these different timelines because we, you know, people love to talk about time and relativity. But if you can really think about yourself shifting onto that timeline, then anything is possible like you're saying. And then the parallel of this towards the Mandela effect where you know how everybody's been so like if you have been experiencing the Mandela effect maybe you're just on a different timeline and you really have been quantum shifting because there are a bunch of people who like think Febreze had two E's like I did and it doesn't yeah <laughs> so yeah. That's I got my dad onto it and he's like yeah. no there's no way that that that's that I'm like yeah it is man no, but the crazy thing too, speaking of people who possibly died and not died on timelines, like the literally the Nelson Mandela part of the Mandela effect, where it's like there are thousands of people who thought that he died in prison. Mm -hmm. And it's like other thousands of people are like, no, he didn't. Like he was alive for 20 more years after that, like whatever. Yeah. So it's so cool. Like I love that you're just reminding us right now how limitless we really are. For sure. And I mean, this goes the same with like with your health, like just because you got a diagnosis from a doctor saying, no, it's terminal, you're going to die in six months. That doesn't have to be your truth. Mm -hmm. We change the assumption. No, my body's healthy. I'm in optimal health. Everything's going smoothly and running smoothly in my body. Then that has to change. It has to. And there are, I can't tell you how many countless Neville Goddard lectures speaking on this to where overnight some people heal themselves. Like this one lady had a burn on her hand and she revised and created a memory to where she didn't burn herself. And she ended up falling asleep during that revision session and woke up to no pain, no burn, no nothing on her hand in less than 24 hours. It's so cool. Yeah. Like, I think I read somewhere too, there was somebody who broke their ankle when they were a kid and then revised that story because they were always like a little bit wobbly on the ankle. Mm -hmm. And this one stuck out to me because I, I'm going to revise it. Um, I, what is it? Sprained my ankle in these really high shoes, like 2013, but no, that didn't happen. And my ankle has been flawless ever <laughs> since. So the ankle thing like popped out to me because I was like, I got to do that. Like. I no longer want to experience possible. this. You yes. can do it. Yes. I love all of this so much. Oh, okay. We're definitely going to need to have you back on here. Cause I'm going to have like, I'm probably just going to need to do like some coaching with you. Cause I just want to ask you really crazy, like random questions. Like, can I revise this? And it's going to be like, duh, you can, but like, just, you know, say it out loud kind of stuff. But the for answer's always yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you hear that guys, anything you want in this life you can you can do it you can have it like if you desire it then that desire is meant to be yours that's why you desire it fuck yeah this is so powerful that, yeah that means the parallel reality is out there that's why you desire it because there's already a version of you that is experiencing that so you can embody that version of you so then you are the one experiencing it, not that parallel version of you so what if too, like real quick, because now this just brought another question in my head. Um, so if you are starting to not see the uh, outcome of your manifestation yet, and there's like things that are coming in that are kind of trying to knock you off, you know, it's, it's, it's trying to validate the doubt or circumstances that are trying to validate whatever the negative thought might be uh, surrounding your manifestation. What is the quickest way to get over that and not let it put you down again. That comes with really working on your conception of self and that foundation. If okay. you have the truest belief that this is working, regardless of what you see in your 3D, that it's just, you know, your 3D playing out old story, old circumstances, and you stand firm in this conviction that no, this is my new truth. This is my new story, my new assumptions and you stay true to that, then the 3D instantly goes away and it changes to what you do want. 
but a lot of people waver and think that the 3d trying to throw them off they they mm. get stuck on it and they're looking at it like oh wait but this happened and but i've been affirming and i've been doing this and because they just paid it attention and they weren't convinced in their new assumptions that's when it keeps happening and keep noticing more and more movement in the wrong mm. direction because you keep focusing on what you don't want and not allowing that old story to die off and just focusing solely on this new story. So that's the the trick to stop that. And it can be instant. Yeah. So just ignore it. It didn't even happen. Like, I didn't see that. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Just persuade yourself into thinking like, no, that's not my truth. Okay, cool. That's played on 3D. But my inner world, this is the story in my inner world. And stay convinced by that story. Boom. Mic drop. Yo, Lane, thank you so much for being on the flip side. Like I cannot even begin to explain how happy I was to find you because I've been wanting to have a law of attraction, law of assumption, you know, expert on. And I feel like it's really, really powerful. A lot of people get really tripped up. We all can. And I think that this is just a really beautiful and really it's like a lovely practice like when you really do that foundational work and you start recognizing how powerful you are and how good life can be it really it just feels like sparkly and lovely I don't even know how to explain it but it's like you want other people to experience that for themselves so I appreciate you coming on so much no thank you for having me it was a lot of fun talking about this subject I obviously I love it I'm doing it as full-time job. So, um, I mean, this is, it's life-changing for not only me to experience my client's success with them, but it's life-changing for them too. So, and that's, you know, it fills my heart with so much joy and bliss and just adds to my life. So I love what I do. And it's just, man, I love that I found law of assumption and love to talk about it and happy to, you know, be on here and share it with other people. All right. Well, you're going to come on again. I've told this to every single person that's come on. It's like, I felt like it's been a divine interaction because it is. And it's like, every time anybody comes on, I'm like, come on again. Like, let's just do another round because there's just so much information to talk about. But for those of you guys who would like to book coaching sessions with Lane, where can people find you? Solutionscoaching.org. Love it. Okay. And then also on... Instagram and TikTok. Instagram, TikTok, and on YouTube, Solutions with Lane. Love it. Across the board. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> like y'all can find Lane, okay? Um, but yeah, seriously, thank you again for coming on the Flipside podcast. You are a wealth of information. I knew it when I saw like the first couple videos that you posted. I was like, I know, I know you're gonna be on my podcast. It's <laughs> like you have some really good stuff to share. So I'm just so grateful right now. Oh, well, I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to do another one with you in the future. All right, word. All right, everybody. Thank you guys for listening to the Flipside Podcast where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And we are out of here. Bye. Bye, guys.